0: Bella Nipitina picking up. It's Remark in front of Eduardo. Here's Bella Nipitina running on with in secret. Remark in front, going well. Remark clings on and wins the Concorde. Beat
1: in secret and Bella Nippatina. Welcome to Bet to behind the curtain. Look at how probe punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot. I'm up and about. It's uh the seven stakes, not sure what the race is. And it's a big week in uh, racing up in Sydney. Big race at big race at Flemington, the Mackay Diva Stakes. I know what that is. How are you, Walt?
2: I don't know what it is either. Someone, I always, they love triggering me by sending me <laughs> PVL links and I said there was like a link to say PVL talking about why he named it that, but I can't press on it, otherwise I don't sleep for three days.
1: Mm, crazy, isn't it? They just basically copy the Maccabi Diva stakes and have one in Sydney and just in, throw around a million dollars to keep afterwards up there. Pretty crazy stuff. How are the boys down in Melbourne? You guys are on a, uh, a heat wave down there, I'm told.
3: Hey, oh, yeah, how's the weather? This It was awful last Friday, it was just the pits, but it was did signal the end of winter and it's been 23, 24, your sort of weather every day this week and I think 25 Flemington Saturday, girls' day out, softball girls' day out, it's going to be going to be something to look forward to, Nico. Yeah, it's super weak,
4: isn't it? Uh, up and about after the Blues won the final. This oh, night, oh, I would you would have done it in so the last quarter, wouldn't you? Big big day at Flemington and then two ripper cards from Bendigo and Geelong. So we are up and about down in Those, Victoria. It's
3: these these end-of-the-week provincial meetings, especially the Fridays, and they're really strong. Oh, yeah, they're really strong, again. aren't they? So plenty of uh, opportunities for the punters at home. Super strong at
1: uh, Sandown yesterday as well. It's uh, it just You can just see good horses everywhere, and it's uh, – Flat out just trying to keep up with all the form. I thought uh speaking of the AFL, I'm not sure which is the biggest storm in a teacup, the Craig Williams on Gigi Kick uh, saga or the non-event that Maynard was at the tribunal. I was interested to hear Rod Douglas's quotes um on the on the wireless. I would have strangled him at Mooney Valley if he had been there. That's Craig Williams he's talking about. I would have strangled him with my bare hands. Is he auditioning for a spot on this show or is he well, – It's sort uh, as if they hot? backed
2: it. So it's a very – it's obviously more to it. There's too much, well, there's too much fire it? in all these statements and everything to be – I don't know. Hey? As you said, I don't, who cares really? I'm surprised that bit.
1: Racing Victoria hasn't come out and sort of sanctioned him. like On on a radio show that public, a lot of people have got charged for less.
2: That. Yeah, I know, Ooh. but you want that. Huh? Hey? We don't want to – don't be – don't be floating the idea of sanctioning Rocket. We want Rocket going off like a rocket. <laughs> Let's get him on the show, DK.
3: yeah, of uh, yeah, completely out of line, my opinion. Um, especially three days later when you've had, you've, had, you've had time to settle down. I mean, Craig Williams, a champion jockey, a champion human being. You know, flying to Ukraine, supporting you know over there and doing Fair. all the stuff he does. He Fair. made a blue. Um, yeah, he made a blue. He just pulled the trigger when he probably shouldn't have. Um, but for Rocket to say that, I mean, it's just the draconian stuff. I mean, we just had that report yesterday about draconian behaviour, horrible. But I'm not sort of talking Rockets in the same boat, but that just that attitude that I would have strangled him. I mean, I got I got sent a, a, a message from a trainer yesterday the same vintage of Rocket who had a horse, got went awful yesterday. And his words were, oh, the silly F-wit who rode it did this and that. But the horse went horrible. But the silly F-wit of a joke just called the jockey. I you know, wouldn't set it to his face, but wants to say it on to the owners, F-wit of a jockey, and Rocket three days later wants to strangle C. Williams, like, spare me, please.
2: Mm. It doesn't it's, make it's, sense any of it. The horse has got six weeks to freshen yeah. up. Like it's, it it, it it would it probably come on just a lot from Give it. it a clean out trial or something. Yeah. Miss a run if you have to. Like, it doesn't, none of it makes sense. There's got to be more to it.
1: Trainers are their own worst enemy. Like, tactically, in some of the jockeys that we put on, we I guess we talk about it every week and we scratch our head. But there's one yesterday in the Balaclava Cup. I think uh Wild Chap was the horse, had all the form around uh some of the Sydney cup cups and stuff like that. So you think, oh yeah, it'll go to Balaclava. Be- it'll go to Balaclava. Who do they find for it? Sophie Logan. She she wrote it okay, but God, if you if you're gonna float a horse from New Chick South Wales boxes. to SA, mm. chop, surely you can. get a gun for hire. And guess who won the race? Brad Willa. Mm. They they plucked him out and they got him to um, On a twenty to one
2: chance and the ride won the race, probably.
1: Well, exactly. Like wake up and smell the coffee but t- I think trainers love to blame jockey but of course they, they put on they put on some of the worst jockeys that you can you can find and, and they make it, so you offenders. make a decision
3: You you put a jockey on you make a decision put the jockey on you leave it in his hands you you know work out a plan and if it's stuff so he's human he's not a robot you know he's not driving a car he's riding an animal mm. you know you put you say go you stop go stop like Okay, you stuffed it up, you move on to the next start. You know, like it's – um.
4: And it's not like he's stuffed it up before. But you not Like can't. he's won yeah. him at Everest and a, a few other big races and he's given him a piece of five from from eight those or runs. something, big races but, or the, something, someone the,
2: said, five from days,
4: eight.
3: Yeah, the days of jockey abuse, like a, this draconian poor behaviour, we're calling it out on social media, we'll call, you know, you just can't do it anymore. Yeah, you know? Fair enough, he might have been upset five minutes after the race. To say that on a Tuesday, you know, a premeditated, knew what he was going to say. I know Rocket's a passionate bloke, he's been in racing a long time. A lot of people very respected in the industry. But seriously, I mean, calling Craig Williams like that, saying he's going to strangle him with his bare hands. Seriously. It's sort
2: of like it's sort of like
1: the same game multi. It's like he's had a the last leg of his multi, he's been knocked out and he's still steaming on the Tuesday. It's just, it's the most bizarre rant that I've ever Which seen.
2: Which obviously wasn't, but it all seems like centered around he was told to be quiet out last to go, And because he didn't do that, it was like, well, basically he was told to give it not a barrier trial, but if it won. You know, it was going to win off the back of him, not um, not working hard in the run. It was, mm. uh, and that was what it seems like. It's all, but yeah.
1: Speaking of barrier, trials, wouldn't have beaten the winner with a bat. Speaking of, no, did it go any good? <laughs> run to the rose. Was it just a? What was that? But a barrier trial,
3: cylinder. Put the pen for uh, yeah, all that it, form. It actually Put the rated
2: and all that much better than I thought it would. Did it? But um Yeah, which is oh, kind wow. of weird because, uh, but he's the sort of horse that you know he would have won me probably a neck further anyway. But he's not the sort of horse that's going to burst away from. A field, I don't think it's uh, it's hard to work out that form because someone rang me talking about putting a horse in the Golden Rose and how strong is it going to be? And it looks like it's going to be very similar to the last few years, I guess. But yeah, it's it's um, there's a plenty of bunch finishes in these three-year-olds in Sydney at the moment, and it's hard to decipher if they're all decent horses or they're all just okay. Mm, bit of
1: MF could just rip through all the New South Wales features. Melbourne form might win everything.
2: Well, it'll be interesting. The the horses, like I don't think Nico's covering it, so, but I will ask him and I'll give him some time to prepare. Like Griff's heading down to Melbourne this week um, and I think that Mojave Desert, which ran Mm. behind Sea Wolf in the maiden at at Warwick Farms in that same race. And it'll be interesting to see how they measure up to, to, what is that horse, Legacies? Yep. Mm. Um, Because that sort of ties in all that form, doesn't it? That V8 form. So it'll be interesting to see because they're probably, you know, a length or two below the best Sydney horses, obviously. And Legacies looks like she's... Pretty good, so.
4: Nico? Yeah, I think they're right in play. I sort of had Griffin, uh, what's his name, Harvey Desert sort of sec- second and third pick because th- they just look like they're bringing in stronger form than the rest of the rivals. But Legacies obviously has the form around V8, which looks pretty strong. But I don't know. I don't think there's many Melbourne horses going to the Golden Rose. V8's not going. Stepadi's not going. Um, I think Stone will, will go, but she'll have to improve a lot to win there. So I'd be, sh- you know, I think Shinzo is probably the one out of the – he needs to go formal. there first up. he to be wow. first up, so yeah, I I think those lead up races. He put, are put a put a
3: hole in cylinder,
4: cylinder, wouldn't it, Shinzo? Well, he beat wouldn't him. It? Beat him in the slipper, so.
2: Will cylinder run in it? Fourteen
4: hundred? Yeah, he'll go for sure. Ooh.
2: Just because he, yeah, I guess it's worth he a lot probably, of money. To he him probably has win.
1: to, and then he'll just drop back Stallion. to the formal, won't
2: he? Yeah, and then it's it's not as if they've been running in any of these three races at fast tempos too, so he could just sit right up on a slowish tempo, fourteen hundred. Yeah, he'd be a bit lucky like in secret, I guess. He'd be up there for a long way.
1: interesting to see if he runs the trip. Uh, Globe was the first horse beaten. Gee, he stayed firm in the market. I thought there's a lot of lot of support for him. I, I expect him to drift a little bit, but gee, he stayed rock hard. Gee, he dropped
2: out quick. Well,
3: oh, he, well, he's had actual fibrillation. So, um, mm. Price said he's still grubby. He was still grubby around the stables three days later. So, um, that's not uh, either, not- So, might have even bigger problems. Yeah, he was waiting for some extra bloods to come back, whatever they were, I read, but um, yeah, he, 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 yeah, I he think knocked I, talked him around a bit. I
4: read something they've reassessed and might go the champion's mile end of, the, well, end of cup week, so that might be a good race for him given he's got a fair time to recover. Um, but yeah, he, he was the first horse beaten, wasn't he? A clear excuse, but... Clear excuse. he travelled,
2: um, didn't it? How good did it travel? Yeah, that's right, so that so that was he, he travelled and
4: stopped, so there's something wrong with him. Yeah, I loved how he relaxed in those early mm. stages. Like he didn't find the lead and he was just there sort of loping along and... Sort of thought thousand out, it's his race to lose, and then he there was nothing there but clear yeah. excuse.
2: And poor old Shin, I think, fell into the trap of riding against it. And and uh, it's been happening a bit guy.
1: lately. A lot of jockeys just riding against one horse, and it's
2: yeah, just forgot the rest. so mm. probably pulled the trigger a bit early for Shin, he's normally the last to go, not the first. So.
1: Pinstripe's been a, an amazing uh, training performance. If anyone saw the Enver stuff on racing.com, it's worth sort of digging out. Um, everyone's quick to poo poo um, Pinstriped or poo poo the whole race because
3: of uh, that horse winning, but it's a it's a fair recovery. This no, he's a good. He's a he's a funny man, EJ. He's a, and a good trainer. And uh, pinstripe's, were well, you're always kicking up for Pinstripe, Nick. I do You sort of. I know the start before you were first up. After, oh, it yeah. wasn't really. his was off his break, but uh, you know the horse really well.
4: Yeah, I think he's done a good job just building him back up through racing. You know, I think um, from what he sort of said, he said he came back from that golden eagle and he looked like a coat hanger, I think he said. So, um, yeah, he's done a really good job to build him back up and he probably raced him back into his his real, you know, true peak fitness, didn't he, throughout the, the late stage of the winter and then won a few of those races. I think we backed him at Flemington one day when he won and then he was given none at Sandown when he got way too far back. So that's no, been a good story. Um it's probably not, he's probably not good enough to win the Cox Plate, but you know, if he's win there on Saturday, he probably deserves to be in it. Don't think anyone's going to be jumping up and down that he's in it. Um, and it was a a race where a few horses sort of from the back looked okay for for longer. Goldman and Luna Flair looked okay for, you know, 2,400 meters plus and they're both going to the Melbourne Cup. So that no, was a good day out of the Valley. Truck definitely played a little bit better than it has recently, but that's what they did kind of say. They said they'd be um, hoping that it plays well for fan Day. So uh, well done to them to get it uh, sort of backfiring there. And it'll be interesting to see how it goes uh, for the Moya, the next meeting where we'll probably see Imperatriz again.
2: What's the – got another question for Nico off the fly. The horse that's in the Newcastle, uh, Lucan, Sir Lucan. Yep. Did Newcastle you see him Camp. the other day?
4: Yeah, I saw him. Uh, he probably had a little bit of improvement to come. Looking at the sectionals in that race, he came back again late. He was like the fifth fastest Last yeah. two hundred in the heavily after sitting outside the lead and looking like he's going to drop out. So it's a pretty it average a,
2: Newcastle Cup, I reckon. He doesn't have to improve much to to run a race run I think a he's double
4: figures. It was the run of a horse who's looking for a lot further than seventeen hundred. So mm. couldn't talk you out of him.
2: No. no big track, he'll be hard to beat. When's That's that? A, T-
4: tomorrow is it? Tomorrow, yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah. Yep. Poor old Donny's
1: horse has drawn the car park after Timmy jumped off.
2: Oh, okay. Well, he spl- did you did you see they put the footage up for that race? Oh, did they? Gotta watch that, DK. Watch watch uh, TC get slingshot off it. He goes about four foot higher than the horses. Like he's jumped over the- He's lucky he <laughs> sort of got up. shot left, right. If he had got shot right, it would have been a disaster. And, Jeez. But he he like literally goes about three foot higher than the horses, and you see his ass go flying in the air like a one of those midget shot out of the cannon <laughs> things. I was gonna make a tweet about it, but I. Uh- I thought better of that, but um, I can't believe they put the footage up. But it's um, very lucky that it's great. You can do it. come through. Yeah, we'll come good. He's pretty. He could probably ride now if he absolutely had to. So he'll be sweet for next week.
1: Nice, uh, like that one, uh, Sir Lucan with the other uh, Solcum pool. Everyone's um, yeah getting in a uh, muck lather over Solcum, but uh, that could be a nice a, nice little one to pick off in the Newcastle Cup. Apologies, Donny, if you're listening. Uh, today's show, we're going to scoot through because uh, I've got a plane to catch. Is Don is good? He's beasting them in the uh, Little Birdie Syndicate. I'm not sure I've seen a Horapana where I think over 110 units in front. I think we've been at about 6.85, so we're running at 14.5% uh, profit. So happy tip to you too, Nico. It's uh It's been a beautiful business and anyone that's been following and joined recently have uh, had a complete fill. So get around the little birdie syndicate because we're not going to stop. Everyone's working their bum off. So it's uh it's good stuff for spring. Walter, you're on fire too, Unspoken uh, was good. He sort of lent everyone into cylinders. He got ran with this Saturday, which is great. Good Nico, to see
2: Josh with a nice positive ride and put the horse into the race. And I think he needed as much as any of us that backed it out there. So it was good to see Josh back in the, in the winter store.
1: He had a Yeah, he had a stronger book last week, I did note. And uh, he is obviously uh, a bit more switched on by the look of it. Nico, uh, you uh, saw him okay out of the yard yesterday, Limpicker, Picker, Marg Factor. And it was interesting. It was a real day that... Um I had sort of no confidence until you see um, sort of how, how you see them, sort of uh, parade and things like that. So a couple of horses you put the pen through that just weren't ready. So it's uh, a great time to get Nico's stuff. That is for sure. He's got uh, Flemington this week. As I got globe beat uh, last week, and I think I could hear his teeth grinding when um, Pinstriped uh, got split with his uh, two bets on Aussie, Tuvalu and Attrition, uh, and I thought um, Berkeley Square was a bit of a forgive run, I thought. Uh, I think Jai's a bit not out of sold sorts. On what? I'm sick of not that horse. I'm
3: sick of that horse. Well, yeah. I'm sick of it. Yeah, I, it's I done know everyone's no. sort of sick of it, but I think pin.
1: the biggest story is that Jai, I don't think Jai's riding any good, is he? Well,
2: you can't pick him up and carry him. That thing just hasn't hit the line for ages. He's just whacks. He's just a dead set whacker. He, need, he needs everything to go his way to win, I think.
4: Nico, Jai comment or horse comment? I thought it was a pretty average ride. Um, got him into a position early, then completely lost his spot, got sucked out the back in a race where, you know, they took off and used the horse, held up and had no momentum. I I can see the point that he's wearing a bit thin, but Saturday wasn't a good guide to sort of test him on, I think. He's not he's not a group one horse like sort of people talked him up to be, but he can still definitely win a race this spring. Um but he does have a twenty
3: four hundred a- or something where he can start winding up at the seven hundred.
4: Yeah, he's probably better on the wet tracks too. So, oh, he's a little bit chinky, but I think Saturday's ride brought him undone more than his ability. He,
3: he's but he's not Jai. Jai's got. Is a Waller putting Jai on this weekend or something? Put on so Waller's yeah, supporting Jai, so he's got his got his chances to keep to fire up. Um, see how my goes. wife's
2: a little bit chinky. DKs okay. is too. Is that what you mean? <laughs> oh, I tell
3: you
1: what. When I see Jai on, I sort of lose a chubby. But when I see Frosty on, I sort of gain a chubby. So Charmstone was a good one for me. So much to Walt's discuss. Scooty's moral lives on with Charmstone. I didn't even watch it. It was a good
2: watch. I didn't even watch it. Everyone was potting it too, weren't they? There was there was two very strong camps for and against Charmstone. Yep, you love getting was. those victories, don't you?
3: And he, he's two weeks in a row. That's three wide. Just off the leader, stalking like Mr. Brightside was, and he Charmstone was, was the A spot. You know, he, he just had his he had his dangers um, controlling him, didn't he, Nico? Mm.
4: Trouble yesterday at um, Sand down there for Frosty. So he's he's a man he's in, a in form, isn't he? Went pretty close to riding four. So he's uh, he's bonus bonus this time of the year. He's, he's here to play. Exactly. That uh, that gets me
1: excited. Top Sport steamers, they need a lift. I think it's been two weeks in a row they haven't hit the scoreboard. Make sure you bet with Top Sport. Uh, they've been in the game for 40 years. Tristan's down at the uh, the wagering conference that uh, we couldn't really get a start at. We wanted to uh, do we a We tried. Bit
2: of- we got invited, but then when we asked, we were denied.
1: Basically, do not do not come. I got not-
2: blocked not- by the Ooh. girl. After she said, please DM me for more in- details, she blocked me.
1: Weird. <laughs> I, I just wanted to just see what the what all the fuss was about and just get a bit of a, a take on it, just so we could report back to the punters. But yeah, sadly, um, we got we got Basil Brush. So I we, wanted
2: to get in the room and start calling them out on their crap, but that that was only me. It would be mm-hmm. fun.
1: Backing the punt, but just not uh, punters. Welcome to uh, talk about it anyway. Tristan was scratching his head. He was a guest speaker, and um, yeah, it's just a real disappointing thing that we couldn't go and just have a different or put our own perspective on what they're all talking about to see if we could. Um, Give it a wrap, but anyway, let's talk about Flemington uh, this Saturday and uh, see if we can uh, find a winner. We're going to open the batting in race one at Flemington. This looks a doozy. 1100 meters, Buse is a favorite here, 460. Cause for Concern, five dollars. Skidamarink Rink, six dollars. Little Miss Cuby, 850. Red Hot Nick, 11. Uh, Fasudo, 11. Jean Valjean, 11. Our last cash. He's been up to Sydney since his last win at Flemington, $12 real for real life, 19, Oracle Sun, 21, Dothraki, Coles Ridge, Albanian I Am, around the $26 and $31 mark. Nico, Albanian I Am is the horse that uh, you found, ex-Godolphin, used to be called Edwin, and we've got his uh, jump out
4: here. This is pretty sharp for a horse that won over 1,700 metres last start at Flemington. He's in the red there, jumped straight to the front. And this is a pretty soft piece of work. You probably want him to win as well as what he did in a jump out like this to come to 1,100-meter race and run a race fresh. But I think he can off this. He only won back in July. This jump out would suggest he's pretty forward. Um, And I think this horse just may have improved. Like through his warm ice campaign, he bolted in at Bendigo, got back at um, Sound Down the run after that in the inferior ground back to the fence, and he won at Flemington. Yes, over 1,700 meters. Uh, but this race does feel a bit up for grabs. You know, I feel these horses race deep into the winter. They probably don't have much more upside than a race like this. And this horse does feel like he's got some upside. i love the sort of turn of foot he showed here to put his rivals away. And he's just absolutely cruising out there in front. It's not really the horse I'd always find. Sort of a horse 1,700 meters first up over 11. But I just feel like he's drawn well just to sort of get to the right part of the track um, And really sort of show a bit of a turn of foot late so at $31 I know there's a few other people that just sort of found him as well which sort of gave me a little bit more confidence given I probably wasn't on my lonesome there but uh, on a day where you could probably just label seven of the ten favorites uh, I thought you know anyone can probably come out and do that thought he might be one you know at a big price that you could throw into your exotics or maybe have something on each way just small to start the day and if he's you know running up to his jump out and off his recent form I think he's Probably up to this sort of level when you're getting a big price. So if it was say 1,300 meters, you'd probably be really keen at around ten dollars. But you're getting thirties because it is eleven. But uh you know a few horses here that. Haven't set the world on fire, really. And you go back to his his only Flemington 1,100-meter run, he did run um, sort of within four lengths of Lofty Strike back when he was with Godolphin and called Edwin. So he's had a name change since then. He may have improved and thinking Jared Fry can uh, can get the job done for us here. So at $31, just happy to have something uh, very small on him in race number one. Very hard to knock the uh, price. DK, there's a, uh, there's a horse here that I fancy
1: uh, from your sort of camp. There's a horse called Little Miss Kuby that mm. uh, was yeah. super, I thought, over in Adelaide. She knocked yep. over a horse called Another Award who was absolutely flying And um, Another Award. It had uh, really good form around Kalos uh, subsequently in the Irwin and then it really got close to him in the Group 1 Sangster and uh, extremely close again in the, uh, the Goodwoods. So I think uh, Little Miss Kuby had the little pipe opener at Mooney Valley. And now gets, uh, I don't know if it's a jockey change or not, it's Ben Allen and now it gets Frosty on. And Cliffy Brown knows what he's doing. He's your man, DK. He's my man on Saturday. I'll, I'll be all over this horse, Little Miss Kubi. I think she's got some ability.
3: Yeah, she has. Yeah, no, she's. I think I take a look at that race. I thought she 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 had a very good chance. Um, yeah, that winner yesterday, Nico Von Hawk. You know, back in good order. They just improved. Just a good trainer. Um, so yeah, no, I I thought it's, she. Had...
4: It's taken him a while, hasn't it? Like he sort of he hit the ground running a bit, and then he went missing for a while. But you now he's had place of gold win last Saturday, Von Hawk. Um, a few horses recently they've got into yeah, the place pl- of
3: gold. That's right, placings.
4: Yeah. So now, nah, sh- sh- oh, I I thought she was probably another. Yeah. You could make a case she's a bit over the odds at eight fifty. And
3: frosty, frosty's his main man. Frosty's definitely his main man yeah. when he, you know. So uh, good to see more confidence in frosty. And look, I know I it goes horse well. Albanian, I am. I followed it uh, when it turned up because I was thinking, what's this horse Albanian thing? And then I worked out it was Edwin. Um, so good obviously had a pegged as a sprinter, and then then the new trainer. Uh, sort of it's elevator as a middle distance horse but it might just be a good horse like geez you, you don't try much better than it did at colac there i know it jumped to the front around colac but uh just watching it move just looked at being terrific order didn't it so uh 31 who cares you know
1: all right value hunting so a couple a uh, couple of us against views. so uh looks a great way to start here uh, let's have a look at uh, the next one Nico race 6 at Flemington and that is the Captain Teebs stakes ooh you're taking on school at the law again this is uh, the, we could be Betting a slab of uh little birdie lager here. the Law is $3.70. Estriella is $5.00. Stretton Angel, seven fifty. Steel City, $10. Salter, $12.00. Cigar Flick, $14.00. Appen Girl, 15 And Fragile Lo- uh, Love is 19 Sicilian, 20 and
4: better than the rest. Fragile Love's the horse that you like. Last start winner at Bendigo. Talk us through it. This is a big win. Uh, had D Lane aboard on this day. Missed the start. Um, she probably won because of the ride. It was... Just- just an outstanding ride to get to where he did, not to panic under the race shape. But she jumped out really well leading to this campaign. She's a horse with plenty of upside, I feel. And just the way she sort of put them away here, you know, in behind her, you think, oh, it's only a 64 at Bendigo. The second horse flying home in the black did win it, a maiden at um, Soundown the Run Prior. Lunar Cats got form in Melbourne. Like, it wasn't, it was a pretty strong 64. And she just seems like she's got a lot of upside. Uh, this is usually a good race to sort of hit off the uh, provincials. And if you're sort of a, a Philly or a mayor that's, or Philly, uh, given it's a Philly's race that can um, run well on a race like this, she generally got a bit of ability. So I think she does. Um, she's well bred out of leather and lace who, uh, I think she ran second into Kevin Hayes and sort of ran in similar sort of races to this throughout her career. So I think she's probably thrown to the dam side a bit there. Um, she ran second to She Light, her only run down the straight, so she's sheen the straight. Uh, I sort of thought this is a horse at $21 now, you could probably back her and I could see her starting sort of, um, you know, 10 or $12 with the the market, probably finding her. I thought Soltaire's trialed really well up in Sydney, I think she's coming down here, you know, really set to win from. John O'Shea's stable. Um, She's probably not blessed with as much ability as a few of these other runners and did a lot of racing as a two-year-old, but um, this is probably a good race to catch a few on the hop and I think she's probably right in play and uh skirt the law's definitely top pick come come the day you know i could be definitely backing her out of the mounting yard i thought she was a, a filly that would have a bit of improvement to come from that first up run charmstones went out of that race so it sort of franked the form a bit there thought Estrial may be a chance she's a bit over the top now deep into her first campaign out of a very fast run race um, but does come back in distance which probably tick for her so skirt the law's um on top but just waiting for the yard to sort of Pull the trigger there. I thought Soltaire's uh, in it with a bit of a chance, and I thought Fragile Love's definitely over the odds at around, you know, nineteen or twenty dollars. that You can have something on her um, as probably your main bet in the race, and at the price, just seems a, an easy bet with D lane aboard. Beautiful, my yeah, man,
3: Frosty. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I, I backed it first up at Bendigo, and uh, we look. <laughs> I think it, the whole
4: world backed yeah, DK. Yeah. everyone was. And on. it wasn't
3: wasn't pretty early, but geez, um, then it was never going to get beat, was it? Once he got through there, and say, so come on, let down like a, like like, she's a good filly. Um, and that, I mean, Shelight uh, so it ran second. She's run second at Shelight down the straight. She light lines up through, has come back in terrific order this preparation, lines up through cylinder and the V8 form and all that. So you can. it's very easy to line up.
4: And then so the, the third horse to run at Geelong tomorrow, and I think at 250 in um Ismas I think its name is. So, mm. you know, you can, you can have a look at her oh,
2: as well. $5 that, that, went that up in 43 seconds. 43,
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh. And even if you want to go back <laughs> through her debut, even though she only won a four-horse race at Werribee uh, and her maiden, um, I thought she won it really well. She beat a Bell. Who gr- back yesterday. Who, who just, it. who, led, mm-hmm. who led and pissed in yesterday. So, I um, oh, think, yeah, if you want to, if you love the old Frank the Form. Um,
4: There's a bit of it there, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she just looked a big price. not like it's a competitive race. It's probably 20 runners, but mm. um, she looked a big price. And D-Lane, day, day you know you know what you're going to get. You know, you give him the you're bonus.
3: Trying to, trying to find him, yeah.
4: Right camp, progressive filly, well-bred. Just uh she ticked a lot of boxes at twenties.
1: Stratton Angel, uh is a horse that I think I found um at Morphetville in their De Quetville stakes. And I think the Stokes Charter got a bit of an opinion of her, but I'm just not sure if she's quite up to the level of Skirt the Law. I may surprise, but I thought skirt, skirt the Law was the obvious and almost qualified for Scooty's moral because this horse just keeps raising the bar, especially off what of what you said. Nico, you said I think she was she was had heaps of improvement uh, you know, on that first up run. So she gave Charmstone the scare of her life, I thought, and uh, swap runs, maybe there's a different result.
2: I reckon Estrella is the best horse in the race, but I'm right a bit like uh, Nico. He's, End of prep. Well, it's just weird that he's pulled it out of all the top class races and gone there gone there, and whether it's hanging on by a thread or I don't know. So it'll be interesting to see what Nico thinks of that horse in the yard because I know she's an absolute cracker looking animal. I'm surprised you won't be surprised, but it'd be just a condition whether she's got anything left in the tank or she's the next time through horse.
1: beautiful if you want to bet with confidence make sure you check out nico's telegram uh, subscription there the mounting yard mail 25 bucks a week can't breathe without it this time of year so uh 24 bucks you get uh the wednesday the saturday and then you get the bonus stuff on fridays and other little bits and bobs and pieces so uh we keep referring to it because we all uh, use it and bet off it the super sub is uh waiting in waiting here, He he looks like he's deep in thought. Paulie, what bit what racing been? No, nah, he's he's up and about. He's uh he's scouting wide this time. But uh I welcome back to the show. I could hear your teeth grinding when uh that horse uh pinstripe split you. How have you recovered, mate? You're off okay, a couple of brutal weeks. Impact, oh sorry, NCAP slaughtered and then uh that happened last week. Uh you're all over it. Even NCAP. I, uh, NCAP's even gonna I think Throw into the uh, the Golden Rose
2: kind of horse. Oh, mate, it would start second or third favourite.
1: Yeah, it has, has to be a rough chance.
2: Yeah. Oh, especially with Prebler aboard, like he doesn't make many mistakes. He's a very very good rider. He's uh, he suits that horse ideally. Just had no luck to start before.
1: Welcome, welcome, Ezra.
0: Thanks, boys. Yeah, I mean we we did say back both those horses each way last week, um, but God, yeah, it would have been nice if one of them won. Uh, I think Blake was racing Globe there, and it was gone eight hundred hour. But um, then Trishan just couldn't get over the pin shot. So, um, oh well, seen him okay. So hopefully we get a result this week
1: for everyone. Exactly. You're just shaking all that bad luck out early. It happens all the time. We just keep betting, as you say, famously. Geelong Friday, race four is where you want to target here. This is getting deep into DK territory. You might be trying to troll him. I don't mind it nonetheless. Alsonzo is the horse and favorite that you like. Here is $3.8 into $360, extreme threat $360, sub-six, $6. You've marked it danger at Grinziger A750. <laughs> Let's have a look at the replay of uh Al Sonzo. B shin's got the ride uh, it's, now. It's in
0: the um, Yulong colours here. You can see it just coming along the fence there at Cranberry. Ooh. It, was, it was favourable to be on the fence that day, but it was held up, held up, held up. The leader in the blue here is a horse called Osmar. It's since gone on to Sandown um, and won a midweek, and the Freedmen said post-race they think it's a black-type filly. I say Alsonzo here wins this race, gets over Osmar. If it wasn't held up on the turn, maybe Osmar fights it off. Uh, but I just saw that run and, and wanted to back wherever it went. Up in trip here. I love it that Shin rode it there and has gone to Geelong for just a couple of rides. Probably wants to stay fit, but I think he's probably gone there for this. Um, he's still getting a good price, $4. You know, Maidens this time of year are highly competitive. Price has got one in there that's had two starts, third in the Blue, blue Diamond preview, and then fifth in the Blue Diamond itself. So, um, but it's drawn four eight and I'm taking it on, but uh, you know, there's a there's a haul one that's jumped out okay. And even the raced one, Skrinzinger race, Eight Man, the figures there are okay. But the key with Alsonzo is um it had two starts in its first prep down the straight at Flemington. It's been gelded before that run we just saw there. Um I think it's turned the corner with the Gelding. I think this horse is going places. I think it's got a lot of ability. Um and I'm keen to bet. I think four dollars is a really good price. Um, I am worried about this Kennewell thing, the twelve sub, sub six. six. Uh, yeah, my Lord. Uh, this trial here, it sort of just sat wide, the whole wide. It's it, coming Boy, down it is... the middle of the track there. Inside it is a horse called Serious Statement, the Sabah San horse, who I mm. think has got more ability than it's potentially showed in its races, but it just pissed in here. And the times <laughs> um, on the day, uh, we only beaten in the trial by Golden Path, who I, I think is a very smart horse and um, obviously got beat yesterday in the last, which hurt. Um, so. I think this horse is uh, very nice horse. Worried about sub six. I will be saving on it, uh, but having a good go. Sonzo. could be back. Lloyd, can you be back if you were never there? No, he's got Lucy. <laughs> they
3: can it can change when the staff change. mikey has got he's got Lucy Yeomans now, so she's good. She she yeah she's good. She might be giving him. That can happen, and you know, then when trainers were cast and they start training, we say, "What's happened? Oh, I got a new foreman, or someone's come back, or this um, and that." Pete Carey, yeah, Pete Carey, yeah, them. yeah. <laughs> like, that's right. Yeah, double how his S- horses <laughs> horse going since the Harris Walker or whatever his name he's joined him. Like he was legless before, legless. he's trying to doubles away. in
1: town? Nico sent sent a Pat Carey horses units. So I nearly fell. I nearly fell over. How's the tap going? <laughs> that last race?
2: There's a two huh? cent deduction. Alonso Sonzo's six fifty to three eighty, extreme threat three forty to four twenty, sub six seven fifty to five fifty, fury seventeen dollars to seven dollars. Like they just but oh, yeah. it. they just, even they just throw anything up. They just don't even so it's so gone.
3: It's, it's so, so gone.
2: Like are saying Isthmus in that uh, same thing, five dollars to two sixty within a minute. Like it's everyone can make mistakes, you can only be wrong as a price setter, but they just don't even. It just doesn't matter. It's don't care.
3: On 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 Sunday sale, they put up fifteen dollars. One, they ran evens. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: I think uh, we'll just steam into It uh, Looked to her like it was a real line finder there. As a, so I say, I like the it. way it stuck its neck
3: out. Like oh. I normally don't like normally don't like them off thousand meter races, especially around Cranbourne up in trip. But uh, just the way it looked to really stretch its neck there, the last hundred. Yeah. So I uh, remember
4: seeing it in the Talander, I think it ran first up, and I was sort of take, taken back a bit. There's fifty chance in the yard, Corsons, and it's a bloody nice horse. So yeah, he's he's got some ability, and he's got the looks to match it. So he, he might sort of measure up.
2: It's
4: no 1,000 metre or either. looking at it. That's it's good to know, Nico. I wasn't I wasn't aware of that. there, that, yeah, that was
0: at six behind my It's was only beaten two lengths there. Obviously, my has got better things. And then they went second up, 11 to 14 in the sire. So I just think that prep, um, I'm happy, with, you know, to forget that 1,000 metre, Geldon 1,000 metre barrier trail. I went back. It was well back. Step up here, I think. Uh, it has been nominated all over Victoria, but I'm assuming that was just a
1: fallback and they do run to Beautiful. Sounds like chips in. Good way to uh, build the bank responsibly. Hope so. I say,
3: while we're on Geelong, and uh, uh, Scoot, do you want to do DK out wide while we're at Geelong or not? Or, well, well, oh yes please. Yes. well yes. I think we yes. should why Az is here because uh, we're going to race eight at Geelong. Oh. Race
0: eight. Here we go. You don't
3: start saying. Oh, my saying, God. Don't start oh, Start Miss Galore, $2.80, struck yeah, gold, 4 You don't have to talk about any others. Miss Galore there's, there's be There's 20%
2: winning. in this market that's obviously just, just yeah, put no, that's straight that's, through it.
3: No. Um, <laughs> oh, we'll hang, talk, on,
2: we'll be, hang on. We're, we're, we're Miss, being, yeah, Miss yeah, Galore, I'll go on, Scoot. Go on, go on.
1: Miss Galore, this is the, uh, this is a, I think it had uh, no luck at Sandown and then it went over to Adelaide.
2: Is this your show or DK show? Yeah. It's
3: got the cast Royal Merchant form. Why are you talking about it? No, so yeah, and we've been talking about D Lane. I mean, Spruken D Lane. So he's D Lane on this thing. So this, this, this. Um, I remember she arrogantly won her maiden, went to town, didn't have the best of luck a bit far back, but that was the Raw Merchant, a holly lolly race. Which, and then they went to Adelaide and it scooted three in front, and then Cast and Raw Merchant ran it down, um, just smoked in a recent trial. And a frosty, uh, comes back here and his take look. He, I fully respect his taking on uh, as a sore struck Gold, but struck Gold's back in trip and. Uh, I don't know about the bunch finish the other day, and I just think uh, this this is races right for for a, a, a filly or mare coming upwards into the spring um, to uh, to win on, to win first up. So uh, don't like Liberty Steps. I got it on the other day. Grey Song's been winning on the Polly, um, and Azza's uh, also sort of back in trip and had a few have had a few runarounds lately. So um, I'm looking for the fresh legs here, good Missy Galore. You had a look at that race, Azza. I've had a
0: skin I have the done I looked at Mr. Law <laughs> and absolutely packed myself, thought, oh, mm, it's going to be hard. Myself. Look, all I all I know is our horse uh, has thrived, Anthony And um, We're not sure how it's going to stretch out actually on a hard deck.
3: Yeah. Three be
0: do like to get their toe in. Um, so this is a bit of a – he's just thriving so well that uh, – and Anthony would like to see him actually ridden with a sip. Uh, some – you know, so we, it's a bit of a, it's, we're still learning about it, uh, you know, so we'll we'll see how we go. But, yeah, i see what you
4: see with Miss Galore. She's a very nice man. Well, the last meeting at Geelong was a, a firm two, they reckon. so. And you're going to find these,
3: about, um, yeah, for yeah. Well, I've just listed these class ones or these 64s are going to get very strong. About two people yesterday. So there's a one at Friday next Friday at Ballarat. Two really good horses are going there. You know so, um, there's um, they're going to get strong for are Happy to kick off to get their ratings up and get them going. So, um, yeah, uh, Missy Galore for DK. D- yep, is
1: very, uh, very strong. You'll, uh, yeah, you, if you run a close second to her, there'll be no worries about winning plume races with that horse, uh, Azza. Let's have a look back at uh, Flemington for your next best bet. Flemington race two, and the market here is $2.40, Serpentine $5, Interpretation $5.50, United Nations one of Nico's old bets, uh, 5 dollars Alumbra lad $8, mostly cloudy $10, and then um, much, much better than the rest. Interpretation is the horse here, Mar uh second to future history here. Has it? Yeah, look, they went um twenty nine
0: lengths below step <laughs> below standard to the six hundred meters it's in this Victorian place.
3: racing for you.
0: At nine lengths above on the way home. So interpretation, let's face it, they they've been open, they're just giving it a run here, Zara, took it back to last. I thought he ran home absolutely unbelievably here at a truck that doesn't suit, at a trip that doesn't suit. Future history got beat by the um, emerging star, Ja last week. So the form holds up. Uh, I just think here we go 2500 tick, Flemington tick, third up. If we go back to third up last prep, it's run third over this track and trip behind Luna Flair and Francesco Guardi. Beat point nine of a length in the bar coming. I know this horse started fave and was disappointing a couple of times, but if you look back at the form there, that Luna Flair and Francesco Guardi form, that's a good run. It was lame in the Geelong Cup. Forget it. And it's also been gelded for this prep.
3: Six-year-old.
0: I know it's six-year-old, but it's lightly raced. I think its first up run was sensational at the Valley, although it was on the Travelator. But I'm happy now the second up run has, has backed that up and ticked it. Strong third angle, so it is going to go back to last. That's the negative, but Serpentine's in it. I think there's going to be, I'm banking on a strong pace and Point Nepean has blinkers on. They're going to give it a rev up from the 11. So I'm banking on good speed and for it to get over, I think each way it is a bet to nothing. Um, I acknowledge Shea, um won convincingly last start, but how that's 2 bucks 50 in this race, coming off being Marshall Eagle and Court D. Um, not, it's just not the way I bet. So interpretations for me, each way, um, very strong. Nico, you know
1: a little bit about this horse?
4: Yeah, I think he's come back, a you know, a bit of a different horse, this campaign. Like look at him the spring last year, there, there wasn't a lot of condition on him and sort of they had him really fit. Whereas this campaign, I think they've just built him up and sort of, as you've seen in his campaign, just the way he's even raced, you know, sitting him out the back and teaching him a few new things, um. Yeah, he's looked really good he's moved really well in the yard that probably wasn't something he was great at last campaign he was sort of a bit crabby and behind but this preppy's been really good so i think there's a fair case made that this horse could be going better than what he was last year so um, yeah, he was, he was going to cure cancer last spring. This horse, he was everyone's Melbourne Cup tip and um, was supposed to win that Bart Cummings and Geelong Cup was supposed to get him into the Cup and it just didn't work out for him. So they're giving him time and he does seem like he's come back really well on the yard. So definitely not potting there.
2: We've got a new cure for cancer. His hashtag is uh, just keep punning.
1: <laughs> well, I, I recall that Nico, I think Nico backed this horse to win a house in all the futures last year. Sure, file sticker.
4: Yeah, extremely true. So uh,
1: <laughs> might have to follow up on Saturday. Guilty, guilty charge. I reckon uh, as is going to be in the in the uh, in the queue this week. I think he's got found a couple of sensational bets. And only acts of God, bad rides, cooks, butchers, strangulations will get him get bet this week. Which is possible. I was just
3: going to go quickly. Ask Wild about Serpentine. It went first up in huge or the other day. Huge, huge. I think it's sensational.
2: Off. Yeah, went I mean, huge. It's it, it's just a funny horse. Oh, so like I know he won one last prep, but. That- He's just, I don't know. He's a
0: bit camera shy, mate. I don't know. Kirk Coy, I don't know. He's very dangerous. For me, he's a danger. He's a that's that's. Uh, I'm, I'm, I was going to save anything. I'm just going to
1: back interpretation, X-ray the race. But yeah, I thought so time was king. Looks like he's got the right rider, Ben Mellon, If you can find some form, beautiful. All right, Asa, I reckon uh, you've done a, a good job uh, there, and hopefully, uh we'll get you in the get uh, get you to collect. Pleasure, guys. Bye, Thank you good and uh luck. good luck, everyone. Cheers. Tough weekend and it's going to be uh, great punting and it's just the best time of year. So uh, I think Haz has found some uh, nice little progressive horses out wide and that's what we keep saying. This is the, the time of year to find these horses that are jumping through their grades.
2: Okay. You know uh, the races are good when we've talked about 27 races in Melbourne. We haven't even talked about the Group 1, so it uh, <laughs> shows how good the, the racing is around the grounds.
1: <laughs> that's a bit of a fiddly Group 1, isn't it? It is. not it its but it's just Gator. The, yeah. It shows. Princess Grace. I reckon Princess Grace and Gator could turn the tables. Just I think
2: they could. sit outside and outsprint it potentially for sure.
1: Mm. Depends how fast they go.
2: What about you, DK?
3: Are you scoffing?
2: We, seen no, no, no. I'm was... just
3: saying, yeah, it's going to be tactical. As I said, there's no, there was nothing between them all the other day. They all, yeah. oh, the one was on the inferior ground, two needed the two have first up, bright side, three wide. Yeah, this doesn't take much to change circumstances with something different to get a different result. So. And they all be draw
2: perfect to stalk each other again. Like, it's yeah. just absolutely ideal. Hmm.
1: Just yeah, just on the plumbings card, there's looks like a plethora of favourites have gone up way too short. So just be careful. You're probably going to get better prices if you want to. If you found a favourite that you want to spear into, because there's some sick prices out there, and you're going to get a Not lot better than odds about, on for a few don't, of Don't
2: yeah, if, if something comes up too short, and you, you just Why? keep an eye on things because you just no rush. Well, the volatility in the market now is like it's never been before. So you just got to keep an eye.
1: All right, drum roll. This is the one that they've missed. Time for Scooties Moral. This is no one's favourite segment each week, but um, I think I've found one, and it's not one of the. Obvious ones, but it is very short. The market. Flemington race ten. We're going to go. Devote is a favourite here. Don't like this one. Three dollars. Who's 20. Tatum riding? You don't well, even have exactly. to read the field out. I, I just put the pen straight through. Tatum off. B. shin on. I think that's a big negative. <laughs> Karini is second pick here. Three sixty. <laughs> Flash flood with Carlene. Eight dollars. Sabark. Is that the horse that you said that uh, you'd like it got to chase you? on? Yeah. Uh, Eleven dollars. Frosty might get the best out of it. Let's roll the dice. Eleven dollars. Aberfeldy boy. One of DK's. Twelve dollars. Uh, Macram's flying third. $13 for $0.19. Fame. Interesting runner there. $21. And that's uh Flash
2: Flood. That's what you get every time she rides a winner. Tatum. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. All right. We're going to have
1: a look at a uh, Karini here. I think it's in the um the brace Okolski colours. And uh it's just got the star on its head in the green. And it's just sort of whipping around them. It's it's following the horse in the uh the line. But before you saw this, it sort of got snicked at the start and taken well back. It was bolting the whole way. You've got devoted and is it amenable? And then he sort of just runs in. He's a bit of a drunken sailor here. So this is his first run in Australia. I thought he got around Caulfield pretty well for a horse that's looking for a lot further than 1,400. Uh, Mickey D knows the horse. If Danny O'Brien hasn't trained the wheels off this horse and has kept the ping in his legs, I think that sort of form line seems to be uh, strong enough and... Oh, Devota just had everything go right for him. It was way down to the weights. I think uh, Carini meets that horse a kilo better. This horse just seems, or I hope, has got a bit of freshness about him. And a couple of the chances here to beat him might just be a run short. I think Alberfeldy boy's got to be an improver. I think fame's got to be an improver. Everyone's got the moist tail out of how good Kovalika is so this horse has just got serious upside fame so no doubt one of these uh, I guess progressive four year olds could knock us off um, if the Hayes boys have kept Macram fresh enough um, I think that horse is going uh, 1600 to 1700 he goes like an absolute Learjet Macram um, over 1700 so this is definitely uh, right within his scope but um, this Karini, this import it could be uh, a pretty good horse because there's just no intent there at Caulfield and that form like with um, devoted and Amenable. Um, if Amenable was running around in this, he'd be a pretty short favourite, I would have thought. So I'm happy to take uh, the $2, uh, the 360 Carini, and I think they'll just go a lot closer in run from uh, from Barrier 6. So I'll, I'll be putting that as one of my uh, top two legs for our top sport special this Gosh,
2: week. It's not its race, but you're just not letting fame beat you at 20s. I don't care what you do. You just don't let it beat you at 20 to 1. It's just too good a horse.
1: Mm, it's it's a scary there's a couple of horses that dead. they might need to start winning races to qualify because I think the only thing that fame's won is a what a Moi 64. So scary if uh if there's any money whatsoever for fame. Yeah, I, I think uh you gotta have it make it a winner. But I think Karini's just Johnny on the spot. 53 kilos. Um, just looks like he's the way to play this. Any thoughts, uh, Nico or or DK down there?
4: Yeah, I was, I was Karini from Macram. I think they will both run pretty well there. So Macrom's unbeaten track and distance. So you probably have to have a little look at that. But Karini does look uh, pretty well placed. And I think he probably will start oh, for it. Yeah.
3: Keep on kicking up. They're just trying to find things out of this Amenable race. It's just the hottest form race for the last three what, or four. Ain't
4: no deal done. Wycliffe. Uh, yesterday, Legend of Dubai won. Div- 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 amenable. Pilot, then Devoted. There's just, just everywhere.
3: Um, yeah. And there's another one coming out of it. It's just been the hottest form race uh, in in this in, in the in the town so um in the in, in Melbourne lately so yeah first thing I'm doing at the moment is trying to find anything out of it and Carini ticks the box.
1: And it was just he was absolutely bolting before we played the replay at from the four hundred. If you look from the six hundred or even the eight hundred he just trucked the whole way around so he won't know himself a big uh, bigger track and hopefully Danny O'Brien hasn't cooked him. So that's leg one of our top sport uh, top two special. I just need someone to come with me. Gigi kick. I can't believe he missed, missed the second placing last week. So we've just been um, hitting the nose a couple of times. So hopefully we can go. Maybe that's
2: why it. he got sacked off it. Maybe they took the top two special. You might be right. Rocket, Rocket, Rocket might add half a million yeah. on the top two <laughs> special. He his
1: 100 odd and on he's filthy. Yeah. Bet's big apparently. Oh, oh, news to me. But um, let's go to Randwick now. And uh, the shorts is the first race that we're going to have a look at. Very interesting because obviously everyone's talking about uh, the Everest. It's all I see on my Twitter feed at the moment. It's just Everest this, Everest that. In Secrets, a favourite here. $2.70, Overpass, $6.00, remark. $6.00, Bonus, Notches, $7.50, Private Eye, Your Favourite Horse, uh, Walt, One New Trip to the Masters, $10.00, Lost and Running, $11.00, Hawaii, 5.012, Marzu $14.00, Ruthless Dane, one of ours, $17.00, and Don't Worry About the Rest. Replay here, Remark knocking over In Secret, who was pretty good. She sort of had his back, but um, obviously had a, a fair bit of fitness in. Pretty ugly
2: race. It looked like they probably went slower than they did when you got Shelby 66 just poking in between them. But, you know, figures and everything, which are not the be-all and end-all in racing, were pretty good. So just probably a matter of how wound up a horses like Remark and Bella Patina were here. In Secret wasn't, but she certainly had a chance. takes forever to sort of get going and... And and does get going through the line. Uh, this race is really interesting just because of the draws again. Like you've got overpass drawn absolutely ideally to lead walk. The track should be a road. That's a huge advantage. Overpass has to win to get into the Everest. You'd think it needs to sort of put itself on the map. This prep remarks drawn two, so it's going to not be far away from it. Bonus notches is drawn three or four. So if it can settle that touch closer, it's had a nice blowout trial. So it's 12 back to 11. I think mm, they'll have think to that? try and hold on to the back of the leaders a bit as as close as they can. They won't want to give too big a start away. Uh, and then you throw, well, in secret, drawn perfect in four or five to track them. And then uh, the horse that I, I spent ages on this race last night because I, I was very keen to sort of back overpass and bonus well, notches, just thinking they both were the two horses that really need to win to, to put themselves on the map and then... Lost and running's trod like an absolute rocket. Um, Chad's not one I go looking for and he's drawn a little bit sticky. If he'd had Nash on it mm. at $13, $14, I'd be going broke in this race because I'd be unloading on it. I'd be unloading on uh, Overpass, being up on the bunny leading for Bjorn and probably saving on bonus notches and hoping that in secret's not ready today. I I, I don't want to be with – I think Remarque sort of had its, its day in the sun there. It's a better horse than a lot of people give it credit for, but I think they're – Borders not just has got all sorts of upside and lost and running is just a forgotten horse. You go back through his form and he's, he's run some incredible races. He smashed up some pretty good horses in his day when he's got firm tracks and mm. and he's racing well and he's got the synthetic off, whatever. I think he gets a little bit of feed issues and the way he's trialling, um, he's got no issues at the moment and if he sort of lobs third, fourth, could, yeah. He's going to be in the finish, I, I would imagine, unless something weird happens. It's a, it's a really good race. Amazing, it's isn't a really it? good race.
1: It is. It's, it's got some depth. What about Hawaii Fiverr? He, he took a couple a of big, big steps.
2: Yeah. No, yeah, he should be forty to one or something. I think Ruthless Dame too is so such a good horse, but they're just going to get out sprinted here. These are really good quality eleven hundred meter horses, and and they should get outpaced. I think. Yeah, there's bigger fish for the, those horses to fry later on, but yeah, there's some heavy. It's actually like I, I'm, a, if I'm. You could never say that I'm a, a Sydney Carnival uh, gibberative <laughs> Like I'm not. A, I'm not a, a slot race person. But it, it's actually warming up. The, the, the Everest is going to be a lot better race than I thought, and this is a this is a key race. And I, I do hope that Imperatrix do a backflip and end up in it too, just for the for the race. Because if all these horses get there, and um, you'd love to find one or two more with a, some good speed, and maybe throw Red card in there just for a bit of bit of action. It's going to be a good race.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see. Uh, I can see your point
4: there. See your ankle. Any thoughts down in Melbourne about the shorts? I haven't got to it yet. No, I really like Austin Running's trial as well. I thought he's um, returned really well. And you look at this race last year; only ran third to overpass a nature strip, so reads well. Now it's up for grabs, definitely. And uh, I'm a bit against that lead up as well. I thought the the remark everything was yeah, everything yeah. was sort of in their favour to run a big figure, wasn't it? And I think a lot of people are going to look into that a lot on Saturday. It could be a day to sort of um, if you oppose you know, that's
2: that's my, my it's exactly the angle uh, I've got. Yeah. If you oppose that angle, you get getting eight to one the field basically.
4: Mm. <laughs> yeah, the mark's going to be all over that race, given how well it rated and it. You know, could yeah, remark just sort of holding him all off. He's he's all right. Like you know, like Walt said, some people have probably been pretty harsh on him throughout his career. But there's a few proper horses in this race, and he's probably not one of them. So, um, and In Secret's just looking for twelve hundred. So you think she'd be peaking for the Everest as well? So
1: just one more away. She doesn't really have to win because they got their own slot, don't they?
2: Yeah, yeah. Like well, be Cylinder win. or or uh, In Secret. Do you think the horses here who don't have a slot
4: are very deadly? Like they're on a big audition here, really.
2: And they're, they're basically, well, Bjorn will have his fit, but Bjorn is not too, like it's gone 1,200 first up, trial between. It's uh, it's going to be very close to peak.
1: Beautiful. Great analysis. scooty has got a plan to catch. Bill Ritchie is uh, the next one. It's race number nine. Alentia favorite here $2.80 converge $4.480 $4. $4. in Tamerlane $8, Barbie's Fox $10, Rodinier is $10, Cuban Royale $15, and Skyman $17. Maybe missing a zero. Uh replay we're gonna have a look at here is actually a trial and converges here way Which way trial is this? Yeah latest
2: trial. Yep. Where it does nothing. Yep. Oh, everyone will uh, learn plenty off this. Well, well, it's, um, sort of,
1: it's a funny one because Hawaii Five-0 goes out the front and he just sort of gets scrubbed along. So I sort of wanted to push that into the picture because we've just spoken about that race. So these
2: horses galloped four days prior, I think, at the Warwick Farm midweek meeting and they ran like 57 home in 32 and a half in a half in a gallop around Warwick Farm. Uh, Converge is not one. He's only half the size of uh, Hawaii Five O, who takes a you know a, lot, a big brood of a thing that takes a lot of work and to get fit. So... I'm not surprised to see him sort of bounce off that, and I'm going to say that um, Converge maybe have been a bit flat here. He only sort of lets him go for 100, 150 meters, and uh, I don't think yeah this is the this is the Converge we'll be seeing on Saturday. Yeah, and he can just seem he, he gives him a little squeeze here, and he he makes a run. So sort the of second last in the picture now, just going past those last two at the back, and that was all I wanted to see to see that he was alive. So he sprints so he's, he's sharply there. there.
1: And then it's some interesting uh, Hawaii 5-0, he sort of scrubbed along a bit up there. Yeah,
2: so he's he's normally resuming against horses like Animo and uh, wait for age races. He's got some serious form converge and he was better odds a couple of days ago and he's even trimmed up since, but he's sort of taking on a horse like Alentia, who's favourite. She was really good first up and then second up, I thought the ride was pretty good to have her as close as he did in that really slowly run race against Pericles. She went okay. Now she's got, you know, a wide draw and, and J to contend with. And I think Converge can lob sort of fifth, sixth pretty comfortably, which is probably his sweet spot, fourth, fifth, sixth.
1: he's, um, he's Radina on screen, third I've in the green.
2: So it's had three trials. It's a bit the opposite. I think this horse is going to be ready to go first up. He, he sort of came of age last prep, um, slaughtered a couple of times and put some good performances together. And I love uh, any horse from the Waller camp that's shown intent in its trials and sort of this horse gets out late and is made to find the line, which is what you want to see. I think it's drawn one here. It can settle close to the speed too. There's not much speed. I think Tamerlane looks probably the only leader first up. And uh, this horse, it's got Cathy, but a bit of a bulletproof draw and a low low weight. I thought it was the horse that if it sort of skipped, that maybe Converge might struggle to run him down. But um, I'm assuming Converge goes pretty much second up into a – into a race like the um, the Epsom um, off the back of this. So I, I don't think he'll be far away and he's just, he's just got class on his, everything in this race by miles. I think Pericles is the only horse that looked dangerous in the noms. He came out and and uh, converged remains. So he's not going to know himself with a, a hard track and chasing these sorts of level of horses. I think if he shows up, he'll be very, very hard to beat and Radina is the one I'm Scared off.
1: If you're going to take on a Lyndia, I think this is the best way to do it. Makes complete sense to me. Gee, it's a, as uh, it's a flimsy race, especially some of these horses outside the market. They're going to go for an absolute bath in betting. Just
4: crazy. They're just in a different different grade. Any other thoughts to add Dan, in Melbourne? I'm a big Regina fan. Uh- didn't they go him maybe sort of last campaign and blinkers went on and G ran some big races, but uh, Caff's probably the little row there, but the trial was really good. So uh, he looks like a horse that's on the up, but uh, I'm a big fan of Valencia as well. Just wasn't given much much of a chance last start when She got that big bump and wasn't the greatest ride. Um, probably a negative jockey change, but maybe J4 can get something out of her. Yeah, maybe if I give. I've just told
1: uh, Johnny he's not allowed to talk even though he wanted to. So we're going to do a top sport, uh, top two double, Flemington Race 10 Carini, top two, into Randwick Race 9 Converge, top two. So 6 bucks, $100 per customer, top sport. Make sure you check it out. If you want uh, Walt's full thoughts, racingwatch.com.au, and uh, you can get, uh, jump in the do- Discord channel. It's a buzz at the moment, and uh, there's plenty going on. And Telegram is if you just want uh, the best bets only in short form style if you're a busy man. All right, uh, time for Donnie's best. Last week he got zapped by Sunshine in Paris. See see what I did there? Got zapped. No, oh, not funny.
2: Why is it zapped? What's zapped okay, by Sunshine. Let's
5: uh, hear what uh, his Darren best bets Lill are. Their levels are horrible. <laughs> that. G'day, lads. Donnie here with his weekend's best bets. Uh, the Metro's look tough on the weekend. Good to see some good horses back. Eagle Farm, God's Carpet is on. But I'm serious clear with that. I think they've got a couple of nice bets in Maidens on Friday. So the first one comes up on Newcastle Cup Day. Um, it comes up in race to Newcastle Friday. Race to Ahiri Ahiri from the Wally Yard. Had a really good run in Melbourne. Um, the best last 200 of the day. It's had a short fresh start, 58 days. Had a nice little takeover go patrol. gets on, which is a slight concern. But it should get his chance with the long straight. So I think it'll be too strong for him. It's around $3, $2.20. Looks a okay play. Uh, the next one is Ipswich on Friday. Race two Callums. Gets the blinkers on. It should lead. Um, it's been there about all preparation. I think it'll be too strong for this field. So that's uh no prices out. yet. it should be around the three dollar mark. i will be happy to take that. So the two best, are Newcastle, race two Friday, Ahiri Hiri Hiri and Ippy, race two Callens. Good luck.
1: I have no idea about either of those horses, but uh, the way Donnie's betting, I would be betting with a lot of confidence around those two, especially when he uh, scouts out wide. That's where he does his best work, and I guess uh, you get to see his metro action on this show most of the time, but he's, uh, his provincial stuff is absolutely dynamite. So Newcastle race two, number two, Ahuri, and Ipswich race two, number 11, Calens. I think that's from the Golden Yard. The only day, thing to
2: say is there's going to be scratchings in that Ahuri, Ahuri race, so be careful. If you're betting just early. Just it. not the back of the horse, just be scratchings, because Tasty Honey's running today at um, Kembler, and it's about $4.50 chance in that race.
1: Beautiful. All right, here's Top Sports Steam. Uh, first one's Race 9, number one, Converge 600 at 460. This is one of uh, Walt's horses that he likes, so no surprise that'll keep going off. And the next one here is Flemington Race 3, number two. We haven't even spoke about this, so the quality of uh, Flemington at the moment. Uh, 2000
4: on Antino at $2.00. 70 horse? Yeah, that's the Golan uh, jet from uh, Queensland. Nico? Yeah, fascinating, right? He's got to give a few of them weight. Drawn number one. Do they lead? Do they take a sit? He's a very versatile horse. Uh can see why punters want to back him. I just want to sort of have a look at him in on Saturday. But uh he's a horse with plenty of upside. I think he's one eight from nine or something. So uh he's uh he's one of theirs, isn't he? He's a punter's horse.
2: Yeah. Like you say, and he's the, he is the ultimate versatile,
4: so interesting.
1: Mm, so that could be just someone just playing up uh the winnings on him. And the next one is Adelaide. Morpherville race eight number four, Anna. Jahaza, 800 at uh, $3.80. I don't know. I haven't done this race. I I had a quick look at Debenenko. I thought it could be chinky, but this horse is an interesting one. First start, it beat a horse called Molly Nickers, and second start, it ran behind a brave mead. So that looks
4: like good form for a 1,000-metre race at Adelaide. Does anyone else know much about this horse? Yeah, she's, she's smart. She's got a lot of quality about her. Like you said, those four mines are really good. It's just whether she's ready to fire first or over 1,000 metres. But uh, I think she's, uh, she's stakes class for sure. So Adelaide probably looks a good kickoff
3: really.
1: All right. I think that's the show. We've done DK's uh, DK's best. Any final words or thoughts, boys down in Melbourne?
3: Oh, I just got some bad news. Um, a few people in racing or no sad news came through, especially because she was up on the Gold Coast, a Tara Tom passed away. Tom oh, Hogan scoot. What? Yeah, awful yeah. news. Tara yeah. Tom passed away last night. He mm. he was yeah, He was battling an illness, but uh, great fella. Oh, he was a bookie. He was a bookie when I was ah, back at the right. track, and uh, a lot more the More so these days, all the harness people would have known him. He was quite prominent at bookie, panderer on the, on the on the trots. But uh, no, plenty of the old bookies' clerks had some great stories about uh, <laughs> Tom Hogan. So um, yeah, that's sad news. Top uh, bar, Tara Tom. Yeah, no good
2: there. Awful news. Another one of the characters in Racing gone. Jesus Christ. Terrible, terrible news. So, yeah,
1: condolences uh, to his family and friends who've been doing it really tough with that one. So, yeah, he was a uh, giant of the game. All right, that's a a wrap from us. Make sure uh, you bet uh, with confidence, bet patiently. It's a long spring. We keep saying it. Make sure you follow the boys, get their subs. Everyone's uh, up and about and on fire. So... uh, Make sure you uh, you give your bookie an uppercut this weekend and hopefully we found a couple of winners. We'll see you next week. Thanks, lads.